We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the KCSN Draft Show. He's my favorite player in the draft. This dude right here, he's going to be one of those guys that I stand on the table for. If I could, I would trade up for this guy. This guy has a B on an early My Guy stamp. We are on the clock. This is the KCSN Draft Show. Thank you guys so much for listening to us today. So excited to be kicking off, uh, you know, kind of draft coverage here for KCSN. And honestly, there's, if there was one person I could talk to about draft, uh, it's a guy. I'm I'm biased. I think this is I think this is the best voice uh, in KC for draft content. Maddie Lane, Chief in Carolina, buddy. Merry draft, miss to you. Listen, I knew if I just badgered you guys long enough, we could get here. So it just took a couple, not a couple, a couple hundred very direct DMs, a couple phone calls, maybe a plane trip back to Kansas City, but we're here. I finally got us to this point. I'm kidding. This was, everybody had everything to do with this. This was, this is going to be a lot of fun. I'll let you tell everybody what, you know, we're doing here today. I just wanted to get my jokes off that I have hounded you guys the last 365 days because that certainly didn't happen. Look, and this, I mean, look, I'm just like, Maddie is always chomping at the bit to talk draft. And this is a year round process for him as well. Like we're all pretty immersed in this draft process. I think Maddie, the funny thing is, is it's people that don't know. We bonded over, over the draft. Like the, I, the reason you, me and Craig really kind of bonded together really started at draft season, like three or four, four years ago now. It was like, I think it was four years ago now. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was I was excited to see somebody that was else that was writing about the draft, and we just started talking about that because it was something that at that time in Kansas City Chiefs coverage, yes, there was some people that talked about specific players here and there after the Chiefs drafted it, but nobody was really getting into the prospects leading up to the draft at the time, for, specifically for the Chiefs. You were. I was, but like I wasn't anywhere to where I could get it out to everybody, and so we just kind of had that in common. We started talking about it. Kent forced me to get on Twitter so that I could talk more about the draft because I wasn't on Twitter at the time ever. And like, then, you know, here we are. 
I remember there was this one time we were in the DMs because like we were I, I we were just talking. I was like, this guy clearly understands football. I was reading your comments on Arrowhead Pride. I was like, you very clearly understand football. I asked you if you had a Twitter, and you're like, no. And then I don't know how I stumbled into you, but I found you on Twitter and I saw I was like, I think I DM'd you. I was like, are you Kelsey Crazies? He's like, and you're like, yeah, I finally joined. Well, the thing was, I created a Twitter account for a college course because, like, we had to do something with Twitter. So I created it, but I never used it. I didn't even do the assignment for school. I literally just created it and left it there. And you would ask me about it, so it made me think about it. And eventually, I figured out how to log into it again. And then I just happened to see a DM from you, like, "Hey!" And then so we started talking about you know football draft stuff on Twitter, and that's kind of. And then you introduced me to Craig and a couple other fun people, and. uh that's how we got here. That's where it all started was that draft class arguing over um, that poor, poor, who was it? Uh, Hercules Mata'afa was oh, one of Hercules. them. Hercules. Yeah, that was <laughs> that, that one. That, yeah. that was, yeah, that was the one. I think that was what we just started talking about it. But no, you were doing such good work and nobody else was doing that at the time. And it was just fun to have someone to talk to about it because everybody else is like on the national level and they're not poking around just looking at just for the Chiefs. So we had a lot of fun that year. And then now we have grown into to this. It's crazy. Like my, the first time I met BJ face-to-face was at the Combine. And B and Maddie, I think the first time you met BJ was at the Shrine Bowl phase, or what? Or what? I think it might have been, the, or not the Shrine Bowl, the Senior Bowl. Was that the uh, first time you met him in person? Maybe. No, no. The first time was actually at your house. I think it was oh, one night right. when I when I missed a flight and had to come in late, and then I came to your house in the middle of the night. There's just there's so many connections to the draft in in the relationships that were built between all the guys that kind of started KCSN. And it's just kind of fun to see that. And, you know, we, we've we been doing a, a, a draft guide uh, for the last three years, excited to be doing it for a fourth year. The You know, the guys that help us with the draft guide, uh, you're going to hear from Jake Stack again, uh, who used to be my co-host on the draft show uh, over at AP. You're also going to hear from a new member uh, of, of the draft guide team, Zach Hicks. He's going to be spending some time uh, at various points uh, in this draft season, kind of talking with us about different prospects uh, in this, in, you know, in uh, on this draft show. And it's really exciting. And like, honestly, this is kind of the launching point for a lot of cool things that we have planned for, uh, for, for draft season. Like this is going to be a really big few months for all of us here at KCSN. I am so geeked out um, about some of the stuff and it's starting, you know, at the end of the month, Maddie, we're, we're getting to go to the shrine bowl and spend, you know, a lot of time kind of immersing ourselves in the prospects that are going to be out in Las Vegas. Yeah. And I'm excited for it because I'm interested to see just kind of what the experience is going to be like at the Shrine Bowl versus the Senior Bowl. Because we've been going to the Senior Bowl these last few years and it's been a lot of fun. But now you have the Shrine Bowl and they've made so many great changes here with Eric Galco at the helm over this past season. So it's going to be fun to see just kind of what they have going on, hearing some of what they have planned with coaches, with the roster makeup and stuff like that. Like it's going to be an awesome experience. So like, I'm just excited to get down there and see how that's kind of aligns with what the experience is in Mobile, Alabama, at the Senior Bowl, how it differs going there. And there's just going to be so much fun getting to talk to, see all these guys. It sounds like the Shrine Bowl is going to be very much geared towards the player and making it a good experience for them. So it's going to be fun to see them kind of in a more natural and more relaxed place and hopefully let them shine and, you know, play a little bit better than they would in the high stress environment that's down at the Senior Bowl. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for a new place. Can't be upset going to Vegas. The Pro Bowl will be there, right, at the same time. And 
it's going to be sad that we won't see any Chiefs there because they'll be in the Super Bowl. But it's still <laughs> cool that, you know, the Pro Bowl is also going to be in Vegas going on at the exact same time. Right. And, you know, what our plans when we're going to be out there at the Shrine Bowl is we're going to do daily content there. We're going to be doing daily shows. We're going to be doing dr daily draft analysis. And we've got all kinds of stuff that we're, we're hoping to do there. We're going to be doing uh, a lot of video content, too. And really kind of giving, you know, KCSN, you know, subscribers, listeners, readers, viewers, we're going to try to give you the most extensive immersive draft content in the city. And we really think that we're going to be able to do that. I mean, it's always, it's a passion project for us. Like this, the draft has always been something we're all extremely passionate. And a lot of our relationships, like I said, have been formed through the draft. And um, Matt, like, you know, this is just, this, this is something that, that we love to do. And I think you're going to see some of that. I, I'm really excited about the draft card this year. We, we can't, we're, we're going to talk more about that down the road um, for sure. But, um, there's, there's some cool stuff we have playing in there. We're going to do some, we're going to be doing some video analysis on, on the KCSN, uh, YouTube page. We're gonna be doing some, you know, player profiles and, and some of that kind of stuff too. So there's really just, there's a lot of stuff, uh, that we're going to be doing. And I, I haven't even really revealed everything yet. Like there is some stuff we still have in the works for sure, but I could not be more excited to be doing it along some dear pals. Uh, and, and, and you'll hear from Craig too, for sure. Like, I mean, Craig will be, you know, Craig will, Craig will jump in here from time to time, I'm sure as well. So um, you're going to get to hear everybody on the KCSN draft show and all kinds of immersive content across all of our platforms. Uh, Maddie, you know, I, I, I want to talk about a few big storylines today. Nothing too crazy because we're not going to get too granular with players, but I think it's, it's, it's fair for us to maybe set the table a little bit about some of the storylines, some of the higher level storylines that exist with this particular draft class. Um, and, you know, maybe not in, we're not going to get too far down into the rabbit hole with names because we're going to be spending a lot of time with a lot of different names over the next four months. Trust me when I say that, but there's some interesting kind of high level storylines that you can kind of see revealing themselves as we're kind of getting, uh, you know, into the, into the, to the prep work that we've been doing. You know, one of them I want to talk about right off the bat, the quarterback class is, bad and i'm fascinated how that is going to impact the big picture for this upcoming draft it's going to be interesting because the quarterback class is bad but it's not so bad that i don't think that any of them will get drafted like the quarterback is a position that always gets pushed up the draft board so these somebody or multiple guys are going to go early in this draft it's just there's no clear-cut top guy there's no clear-cut guy that belongs in the top five but you know, peeling back the curtain just a little bit here, I'm starting up a series where I'm going through kind of just like my generic top five at every position over on the kcsn.substack.com. And I haven't, you know, seen every single person playing college football just yet. I'm, these are just the guys that I've gotten my eyes on so far. And going through all these positionless quarterbacks, one of them, you can have a guy that I think is the sixth best quarterback will be somebody else's number one ranked quarterback. Absolutely. And that's not... In every, but so many different positions, not even just quarterback, almost every position this year. That's another topic, a big, you know, general, you know, broad sweeping topic here. But the quarterbacks, as a Chiefs fan, you want 13 different teams to have a different quarterback one because you want every team in front of you to draft a quarterback. You yeah. like this year that there's, you know, five, six, seven guys that might have a first round draftable grade according to certain teams because the more of them that come off the board, the better. 
I think this would be a lot worse for the Chiefs if there was a Justin Fields in this class and then everybody else. Because if you, if you miss on Justin Fields, you wouldn't feel pressured into taking the next guy. You would feel like you lost out on somebody. Whereas now, you might get four or five quarterbacks that come off the board before the Chiefs pick, even though none of them are that good. It's just somebody has them as their first quarterback, so they want to jump on them while they're there. There's nobody in this class that I don't th I think I'd be willing to bet my reputation on as a GM or bet my job on and invest all in with. And that's what's so interesting about this QB class. And it's something to monitor. And, it, and like, I'm glad you brought up the Chiefs-specific perspective because the hope is a bunch of mediocre talents or, or quarterbacks get pushed up the board because there is a lack of consensus. And I do think you're I think there's going to be a, a significant lack of consensus. Maddie, one of the other things is, you know, we're looking early on at, at some of the positions of need that the Chiefs might have. I mean, cornerback is is always a position you pay attention to with Charvarius Ward potentially, you know, being gone in free agency. You know, look at the defensive end position. You could see some guys, uh, you could see some guys there with, you know, Frank Clark potentially um, being out uh, in, in out of Kansas City after this year. You, you know, you could look. Um, you know, to wide receiver, which seems to be an unsettled position. Byron Pringle, Demarcus Robinson, by the way, are actually free agents next year. So it seems, though, just in our early analysis and the work that we're doing, that all those positions I just talked about have some players that could be really good value for the Chiefs in the top 100, even in the first round. Yeah, and that's that's the interesting thing about this particular draft is because of the extra year of eligibility and so many guys didn't get full seasons last year, they returned to school. So this draft class was billed as being, you know, the deepest draft class in a long time because of all these extra guys coming out. And I don't know if it's necessarily going to show up at the top end of this draft. I actually don't think this is a super strong draft in the top 10. If you don't have one of the top three to four picks in this draft class, you don't want to pick again, I don't think, until the end of the first round. But I think you might have steady talent from guys from that 20 range all the way to 50, 75, maybe even a little farther out just because of the way eligibility and last year went. And then specifically to those positions, the edge group looks really nice. Uh, you get a couple guys that have declared it, that have come out that you were unsure if they were going to or not. That's helped boost the stock or the, the, how strong that group is. The wide receiver group every single year anymore is always going to be good. So this year is really nice because the wide receiver group in general is bigger. It's bigger guys. It's not the slot guys. It's not the four, three guys like we've got in the past couple seasons. You have the year of the big wide receiver. And then for the first time in a while, I think it's a really strong quarterback group through the first five, 10 guys, whereas you usually have a big drop off or you have nobody that anyone loves in the first round. So those three position groups, I think every Chiefs fan kind of agrees are the biggest needs. This draft looks pretty good for those three positions. Yeah, it's always a nice thing. It'll be fascinating to see how the Chiefs navigate the board knowing that fact. Hopefully there's some depth and some value that can kind of push the Chiefs into some pockets where they're going to be able to get you know good players in the top 100 at some of these positions of need from a from the perception right now. And obviously free agency can change that some some. Uh, you know, there's there's still some stuff up in the air for sure. You could, you know, maybe you're maybe we're having the conversation about left tackle by April. You know, who knows? Like, this is going to be a huge year for the draft and for the Chiefs for a lot of different reasons because I think there is some unsettled uh, nature with their roster. Some of the players that they've had at good values are now coming to coming due. You know, in Charvarius Woods had a great contract year, for example. Uh, Orlando Brown, you having to make a decision on your left tackle position. There's a lot of big questions big high-level questions that we're going to be working to answer for the next four months 
uh, obviously with con in conjunction with free agency, but the draft is uh, it's going to be huge for the Chiefs this year, no doubt about it. Maddie, give me the thing that you're just most excited about for the next four months when it comes to draft season. This is like your favorite time of year. What are you most looking forward to in the next four months? I think my favorite part about draft season is even more than NFL football, it's so subjective. There's so many different opinions on so many different guys based on their traits, how they're going to project to the next level. So just hearing all different people's processes, who they like, why they like them, who they don't, and just seeing all this different information coming from all these different avenues, and especially anyone, whether it's mainstream media down to your friend down the street, as long as they're willing to talk to you about how they got there. And when you find people that do that or a person that does that, if you just listen, you're going to learn something from them. Like There's so much to be learned from the draft process because it's subjective. You're trying to take what you know about football, apply it to what you're seeing without there being a black and white area. So if you just listen to other people, you're going to learn so much throughout the process. I think that's what I love about the draft. And I think that's kind of why, as you started this with, we met so many cool people through the same things. It's people that are dedicating the time and the energy to do something that is so just gray. It's so up in the air of what's right or wrong, but you have to have real conversations to flush it out. And that's what makes the draft season so much fun to me. Maddie, I learned something from you all the time. Uh, when it comes to draft content, that's a credit to you and all the work you put in. I'm really excited for the Shrine Bowl. I'm excited to get the KCSN team out to the Shrine Bowl. Uh, it, there's some local, there's some local flavor there too on that show or in that in that game. There's some players uh, with some local ties that we're all hoping to talk to. Uh, get some, you know, maybe maybe get some content from KCSN uh, about some of these local kids that we're going to profile down the road here. But we just wanted to kind of kick things off today. Really excited about draft season. A merry draft miss to all of you. From and We cannot wait uh, for all the draft content we're going to be rolling here at KCSN. We'll catch you later.